0: Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The
1: podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. Hi, Jen. Hey,
0: Serene. How are you doing?
1: Doing good. So we're here remote again. Again. Um, I think I think we need to we can stop mentioning that until yeah. until think, yeah. we're together and we can celebrate being together
0: <laughs> right like we could probably just make it assumed that we're remote and then we could celebrate when we're not
1: <laughs> yeah I you know I don't i I don't know what that's gonna look like or when that's gonna be but I'm excited for it
0: <laughs> it's part of the mystery of the world right is when will this shit be done
1: totally but Jumping into our topic, since we're all cooped up together with our families, right? Mm -hmm. Away from each other, you and I, but with our partners (laughs) and our children. Um, And I'm assuming a lot of people are cooped up with their partners and their children or their roommates or whoever right now. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of tension being built up. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. (sighs) Okay. So as a parent – How do you handle that tension? How do you handle arguing and fighting in front of kids?
0: Right. Well, and I I think this is a really important topic because arguing in front of kids is an important topic anyway, but I think in normal times, there's – an ability to have separation from, like, arguing in front of the kids, right? Like, there's a lot more flexibility for, like, leaving the house or kids being gone for school. But we're, like, in this unique situation during this pandemic where everybody's on top of everybody constantly. Like, whoever is in your household, like, you're all together most of the time. And so it's kind of, like, whatever would have been applicable before just to, like, the family structure of arguing in front of kids, like, it's now amplified because it's so much harder to have that escape and to, like, have that time where you're not all in front of each other all the time.
1: Right. And you're not like arguing all the time.
0: Right. Right. Because everybody's more tense. And, right. You know, it's, there's just a lot going on. So, so yeah. Um, well, so I guess like the biggest part for me is sort of like if it's an inevitable thing that most families are going to deal with, I think what we should kind of focus on maybe is like, A, like what to do about it and like maybe tips for making it like better or less tense, but also like, if that arguing in, is inevitably going to happen, like how do you make it the most productive slash like least, I don't know, least bad. I don't,
1: I don't least know. bad.
0: Least bad. Um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I need more coffee, but, um, but you know what I mean? Like if it's an inevitable thing that's going to happen, what do we do about it?
1: Okay. So, yeah. I mean what 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 do you th- what's your perspective on arguing in front of kids?
0: Well, okay, so the place that my head goes to immediately is if it's going to happen and you know there's going to be arguing, like we should we should set that aside and like how do we make that arguing more productive and like less <laughs> less bad? But um but but I think, like, the bigger part that I think is the most important thing is what to do after it happens. Like, if there's going to be arguing and you know that's happening. Um, and for me, the biggest thing is always, like, modeling for your kids. Um, like, modeling what repair looks like. Because if they're going to see their parents arguing or if you're going to be arguing with your kids or whatever it is, um, if to me, I think the most important part is modeling for your kids how to – essentially like how to make up after a fight or especially like how to how to own up to your own shit. Like if you're going to mm. be angry, if you're going to be yelling, if you're going to be having some kind of behavior that is not your best foot forward or like not like what you would ideally like your kids to see, it's really important to be able to own up to it, to own up to the negative, whatever negative behaviors you did, whatever negative feelings came out in too big of a way and modeling for your kids and making sure they see that seeing that repair afterwards. So like either what whether it's like apologizing to your spouse or like telling your kids, you know, I'm I'm really sorry that you saw a mom get so upset, like next time she should or next time I should, X, Y, Z. Um, and I think like having your kids see that repair and see that like owning up behavior is really important.
1: Right. I agree. <clears throat> I agree. But just to take um, a couple of steps back to Mm -hmm. the actual arguing time um you know like a lot of a lot of people have ideas about arguing in front of kids either way either it's just not good and you shouldn't do it and you should agree to kind of take a time out until you're alone and you argue away from them or fight whatever word you want to use yeah um And some people are okay with arguing in front of kids. And I think I'm more in the okay camp as long Mm as you're arguing effectively. Yes. Because you're modeling effective communication. You're modeling how to exist in a very anxiety-provoking, I guess, situation. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't – the way I see it, you can't really shelter kids from – disagreements or fights or arguments because that's going to happen that's going to happen at the playground that's going to happen you know when they're playing video games with their friends that's going to happen when they're playing basketball with their friends it's it's gonna happen so if you can model how to communicate effectively when you're arguing and sometimes we' we're, we're human we'll make mistakes and that's when you know if if you're if you're fighting unfairly or arguing unfairly you know to catch yourself, And during the time of repair, that's why I like that you, um, you mentioned, you know, in the, during the time of repair, going back and telling the kiddo, well, this is what happened and mom used a bad word or, you know, mom raised her voice a little bit and that was not okay. You know, um, and next time mom should do this because that's kind of like a displacement story for them. Like this external story that you're telling them, that's not really involving them, but they're learning from it. Um, I feel like I'm rambling on, but I feel like I have so no. much to say about this.
0: Yeah. Um, no, and I'm, but I'm glad that you brought that up too because my next yeah. point was like at, like besides modeling the repair was modeling healthy arguing because I, I 100% yeah. agree with you. I think arguing is an, it's an inevitable fact of life. Like you're not always going to agree with another person and arguing doesn't necessarily have to be volatile and arguing doesn't necessarily have to be fighting. Um it's having a disagreement and that's okay. And it's a hundred percent normal and appropriate to have disagreements. Mm -hmm. But like you said, like being mindful of like your kids are going to see this and like, you want to make sure that you're modeling for them how to have an appropriate argument and what a healthy discourse looks like. Um, so yeah.
1: Right. And, and my, my second, um, so that's like one of the reasons that I'm super okay with arguing in front of kids, as long as you're arguing effectively. Like, I feel yeah. like I have to highlight that. Yeah. Um, you're not using bad language. You're not raising your voice. You're not putting each other down. You're using right. I statements, you know, saying like, well, I feel like, you know, that's not fair because blah, 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 or whatever, you know, um, instead of saying, well, you did this and you did that. That's right. not okay. Right. Um, well, other other than the modeling effective communication and effective way of disagreeing, I guess, mm-hmm. um, another like and this is my final reason um, is another reason I think it's okay that it's okay to argue in front of kids is because and the repair work, I just need to clarify and doing the repair work with them afterwards is because children come from such an egocentric way of thinking until, you know, until their brains are well-developed, they don't have an understanding of the external world. Right. Everything kind of revolves around them and, if they hear um, yelling or fighting or arguing, or even if they don't, but they recognize the intensity in that moment, if you two are being cold to each other, if you two are ignoring each other, you know, they recognize that um, and they may internalize that. Like, this is my fault. I did something wrong. Yeah. Right.
0: Absolutely. I like that because we we distinctly like didn't talk about this before this episode. And like we have like separate points that we've each come up with on our own. Mm-hmm. And I like that you're hitting like all the stuff that I have written down right now. like So obviously we're very much oh. on the same wavelength about the stuff, which cool. is excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I 100% agree. Because I think like one of the biggest things for me is like – one, like making sure that you remember that you're a team, like you're in this together. Like, even if you disagree about something like your co-parents, like if, if we're talking about like the co-parent relationship, like you par- arguing with a partner in front of kids, let's say. And that like, even if there's a disagreement, like you're on the same team and you're like, you know, in, in, within this pandemic, you're stuck together. So let's work together and let's let's remember you're on the same team. You have the same goals. The, 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 the end goal is to be the best parent you could be in and take care of your kids. Um and so in that vein, like making sure you don't speak badly in front of each other, in front of the kids and making sure that like your kids see that like you're a unified front and that even if you're arguing about something, you're not speaking badly about one another in front of them. Um, and then in the same vein as that also like not arguing about the kids in front of the kids, I think is an important thing too. Like if you have disagreements about parenting stuff, if you have disagreements about like uh I don't know, like behaviors the kids are doing or like what to do about it, like not fighting about the kids in front of them. Because like you said, you don't want them to think it's their fault. You don't want them to internalize that like the arguing is because of them, because of that like egocentric place that they come from.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm going to bring up a personal example that happened like very recently. And it's actually something that happens quite often um, in our house where – We'll set the rules, but then if one of us is unavailable, let's say I'm working all day and I I can't really engage in family stuff, or Mm -hmm. my husband's out of the home and the kids are doing great, like their behavior is amazing and whatever, and they get their tablet back or something, you know? Mm -hmm. If we had argued that they're not, um, if argued, if we had decided that they're not going to get their tablet back for, let's say, three days and it's only been two days, but the kid was so good that we're like, you know what? I see you working hard. I see you, you know. Yeah. Whatever, you deserve it here. Um, so that happens a lot. So then recently this happened, and because we have this coming up, I was like, ooh, this is something important to mention. Um, this podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my my I caught my kid on the tablet and I was like, Hey, weren't you supposed to not have the tablet until tomorrow? What's going on? Why? Like, where did you find this? Yeah. And he was like, Oh, my my dad gave it because um I was being really good and blah, 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 and whatever. And my husband was inside. Um, And I, I said, you know, like we had agreed, me and your dad had agreed that you can't get it until tomorrow. You must have been really, really, really good to earn it today. But also like dad was really, really, really cool for letting you have it today. You know, did you say thank you? Yeah. Did you like show appreciation? Did you, you know, what 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 did you do to like – understand that like this is something he did on his own without talking to me because if he did talk to me I don't <laughs> think you deserve it I didn't see the good behavior but that was really cool like do you recognize that that was really cool
0: yeah.
1: Um, and did you thank him and whatever so that could have that could have gone ugly that could have yeah. been a fight with me and my husband of like hey we agreed on three days and you went back but in that moment I didn't really give a shit it was kind <laughs> of like that's really cool of him you know
0: well I, did, I really like that approach that you took like that's such a good like like f- shifting that like t- it's kind of like taking that lens and tilting it to the side and instead mm-hmm. of being like wait what the hell like why do you have your tablet like we didn't talk about this right and instead, being like did you thank your dad like focus focusing to like a uh, a focus of gratitude instead and saying like, you must have done something and shifting to like the positive behavior. You must have done something really good to earn this. And then focusing to the positive about your partner and saying like, did you thank dad for this? Because that was really cool of him to notice that good behavior.
1: Right. So, you know, learning to kind of see things from a different perspective, because I will admit I'm such a control freak when it comes to things like that. I'm big on You know, we agreed on something because you you mentioned, you know, arguing about the kids in front of the kids. You know, I'm very big on like, hey, we agreed on something as a team. We can't go back on that. Like Mm -hmm. it has to be a team discussion. But sometimes life happens and you you make decisions on your own and you may make the wrong decisions Mm -hmm. and that's okay. And it's just having to find the good and the positive. I really
0: like that example because I think that highlights so many of these things. Like, it highlights the idea that like you and you and Dad are a unified front. That like you know that even if you didn't make that unified decision together, like trusting his ability to make that judgment call of like he must have done something really good to earn it back. um, I I think that's a really good example. And props to you for handling it like that because you're right. Like I think for a lot of parents who are like quote unquote like control freaks about how those kinds of situations are. Are dealt with it's hard to take that step back and instead of being like we have to stay rigid to that rule being like I trust my co-parent that they made this decision for a reason
1: yeah no I mean honestly at the moment I was so tired that I was like I can't I don't even have energy to fight this just go well, there's not to thank him and let's move on but um you know after i just kind of thought about it and you know in my head i was just sitting with it and i was like this isn't okay he shouldn't have gotten his tablet but he must have like you know when i talked to my husband, like hey what did he do he was really really i mean he did earn it so yeah. um and in that moment to drag the kid into it and to start some it was so not worth it you know yeah. and i was like well cool like you earned it good celebrate and go thank the person that recognized that you did earn it right um you know it, it I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but it worked so well. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to share this little tidbit.
0: <laughs> no, I love that. I think that's great. Yeah.
1: yeah. Does Do you guys ever like disagree on parenting stuff or argue in front of kids and catch yourselves like, does this happen or in your house? <laughs> I know your kids are younger, but. Yeah.
0: Um. You know, I'm trying to think, I think for the most part, like, I think we're on the same page for so many things that like and we've kind of gotten to like this groove and this flow of like if one of us makes a decision about something for the most part we we kind of like follow the other's lead of like if they make a decision about something we're like okay cool I'm going to back you up on it unless it's something like way outside the box or like outside of the realm of what we normally do but I can't think of an example of that uh but I think for the most part like we kind of like ebb and flow and we kind of agree on a lot of the same stuff I think Um, I think like the only time that ever really comes up is like if we catch each other like getting so frustrated. I I think more so than arguing in front of each other. It's more like a momentary like if we catch each other like saying something to our daughter, let's say that like isn't coming from the best place, like if we get frustrated with her or like tell her to like like, hey, stop the whining or stop the crying, and then we catch one another doing that, and then we kind of just remind each other of like of like, hey, no, it's okay to have those big feelings. Let's talk about what to do with it instead. And so I, I think for us, it's more of that where like we kind of just check each other or catch each other with that kind of stuff. I think that comes up a lot when we just get like overwhelmed with what to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I know we had just recorded an episode. I mean, I think like there's a lot of lapse in, in how long it's going to be for the episodes to come out because we're recording a lot of stuff in advance. But we had recently recorded an episode about um, being like, a sensory overload in parenting. And I think that contributes a lot to, to our short fuses with our kids. <laughs> um, and like recently I had a moment where uh, I had just finished feeding the baby. So I was touched out in that way. And then my daughter was hanging all over me. I had reminded her multiple times not to do that. And then she came and was like, Clinging on me again, and I had I had a moment of like snapping. I, this guy is kind of a tangent because this isn't really arguing in front of kids, but where I like snapped at her and I was like, "I need you off of me," and like that freaked her out and she started crying and she was really upset that I got mad at her like that. And so then like my husband and I had had to have a discussion like right then then and there in front of her, where you know he's consoling her and then he's reminding me that the way I spoke to her wasn't fair. And so then I had to like take that deep breath in that moment and just be like. Hey, you know, I, I'm sorry that freaked you out that I got upset like that, like in the moment, but I reminded, you know, like I reminded you that I needed you to not be on me and you know, I shouldn't have gotten upset like that. And and the, so like, it, it kind of all fits under the same category, yeah. of like having to remind yourself to like calm down in the moment and like apologize for your behavior in the moment, which is really hard to do when you're feeling so stressed and overwhelmed and sensory overload or angry or whatever the thing is.
1: That's so funny. Yeah, that, and
0: I know it's you know it's a tangent. It wasn't necessarily arguing in front of kids, but it's it's all the same kind of tenets, right? Of right. Trying to own up to your shit and having to apologize to your kids, even though like you're so frustrated by the thing that they did, and you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. and you no, know, because I was thinking because it might be an age thing. Because I know my kids are a couple of years older than yeah. yours, and now like because we've been doing this for so long, like when we do argue with each other in front of the kids, or when you know we make these parenting mistakes you know that everybody makes and mm-hmm. we talk to them about it and do the repair work now they like initiate the repair work you know and they oh. they'll be like that's not fair did you say sorry <laughs> like, to me or like you know if if i if i did snap at them and you know if that were to happen in my house and i say like stop touching me you know they'd check me they'd be like no you're the mom i'm the kid and I need a hug Ugh. or I need to be touched. And I'd be like, you know, like it's funny because yeah. I think she'll get to – she might get to that point. Yeah. I mean, every child is different. But yeah, with the repetitive and, you know, just repeating yourself and saying the same things over and over that I know is so frustrating for so many parents. Like yeah. why do I have to tell my kid to do this for days on end, for hours on end, for months on end, and they're still not doing it, trust me, they will eventually do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that. That Because what that means is they're like internalizing the message and they're like getting it. And, but that's a really good example of how like you've modeled for them over and over and over and they're like absorbing it and getting it.
1: Right. And, and yeah. it, you might not see it in that moment, you know, and you might be frustrated yeah. and you might feel bad that your kids caught you fighting or you might, you know, have these moments of regret but just know that like Jen mentioned – like the first thing you talked about was the repair work and there's mm-hmm. a reason why that's the first thing that came to your mind is yeah. because that's so important and that's what they're going to take away from yeah. these moments and, you know, not not skipping that. It's okay right. to make mistakes but it's not okay to not do the repair work.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's the case. Like I talk with clients about that all the time, whether they're parents or not, is that like having negative feelings is okay. Like even like having lapses in judgment and how you deal with those feelings is okay. Like it's all okay as long as what you do afterwards is mindful and meaningful and like that repair is so big and important.
1: And I'm kind of bummed that we didn't talk about this at all before recording because it sounds like we're both okay with arguing yeah. in front of kids and I wish like one of us was like no you should absolutely not argue in front of kids so we could have right. that like banter or that back but, and but, forth yeah. Um, but well
0: <laughs> but, but I think yeah <laughs> too bad. But I think like I think what's good is that even though we're both on the same page, we're both on the same page with it's okay to argue in front of kids, but and there's this qualifier of like it's not every kind of arguing that's okay. Like, you know, explosive angry arguing without a repair is not okay. Um, you know, like so so I think it's the fact that we're on the same page obviously makes for a shorter podcast, but the fact that we both are on the same page, but there's these caveats of like, it's okay to argue in front of kids, but that's not the end of the sentence. Like if it were, we would have been done after like a three minute episode, <laughs> but you know, it's all these other pieces that you have to keep in mind too. And even though, you know, we both agree with those things, they're so important that they're important to mention like each one on its own. So, so, but yeah, but, but I think it's good that we agree with this. Cause I think that means like, I, I think it puts like an emphasis on how important this is.
1: Right. No, it definitely is. And I, I I can't think of anything else to add what? about arguing in front of kids yeah. other than, you know, practice effective communication, catch yourself and the way you're talking to your partner or whoever you're arguing with. You could be arguing right. with your sister or your mom in front of your right. kids. Just catch yourself, um, argue fair, you know, fight mm-hmm. fair, model effective communication. And if you fuck up and use a bad word or raise yeah. your voice – or either way even if you don't still do that repair work um, right. but yeah. the, the repair work will just look a lot different if you yeah. if you do get a little bit out of control,
0: right? Um, well, I, one thing that I I wanted to go back to also because yeah. you just mentioned like fighting fair, and I think that's something we didn't really spend enough time on, and we don't have to like dig into it. But I think like a big part of fighting fair is a lot of times when people are like really heated or like really in their emotions or they're really upset about something, it's really easy to t- speak negatively about the other person or like speak negatively about the other person to your kid. Like if you're if the uh, like if you're fighting with your you know your spouse or like you said like a family member, or your mom whatever it is, and they walk out of the room or they leave or the conversation ends, it's really easy to then like turn to your kids and say like bad things about that other person. And I think that's another really important thing too is like remembering that like part of fighting fair is like not speaking badly about that person to your kids, like not carrying that conversation further than the conversation that actually happened, you know?
1: Yeah. You know what though? Like the speaking badly – even when you're not fighting it's just so ho- it's yeah. so hard because kids interpret things so yes differently like like my husband is awful in the kitchen like he just you just don't want him in the kitchen at all i'm not <laughs> saying like cooking like just anything like he, he should not be in the kitchen um so when they ask for something they ask him for something i'll i'll tell them you know what like, he doesn't know how to do that like i'll i'll do it for you mm-hmm. so then they interpret that as like oh my god he yeah dad doesn't know how to do that but that's <laughs> not what I meant or like they'll ask me to do something on the tv put something on or like with their games or I don't know that stuff i will be like I don't know these things you know like yeah. I don't understand this language like <laughs> yeah yeah it's like a whole other video game whatever like ask your dad and then they'll be like oh dad mom doesn't know how to do this <laughs> and it's like no no like no it's okay to not know and to like Right. I don't know. I always feel so bad when I kind of say like, "Oh no, don't don't ask dad for that. Like I can get that for you because yeah. um, he just he does does like he literally doesn't know. Like, it, but right. that's not bad. Right. Um,
0: but the way that they internalize it, or yes.
1: Yeah. Ugh, and I have to like fix like that with them. And it's like, no, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to not know some things. It's right. fine. Like it's it's not a bad thing. We're not putting each other down.
0: Right. But I think like <sighs> clarifying that is the really the only way you could deal with that
1: yeah. so you know, imagine like if them. if if they're that sensitive when you're just kind of like doing like yeah. a faux pas when you're talk like talk, like it's just a general conversational colloquial faux pas, you know. Mm-hmm. And if that they're that sensitive to that message, imagine what they're picking up when they're actually seeking you argue totally and what that's they're picking it. up from that
0: that's so funny because that reminds me of like so my daughter, especially, excuse me, especially like during the pandemic when we've all been home together. She's, she's very much like a mommy's girl. Like she clings to me. She, you know, she's, she's my little mini me. Um, So like anytime my husband and I disagree about something, even if it's something like so benign and stupid, like – I'm trying to think of examples like he likes to watch soccer and I hate watching sports and so if he's like okay it's nine o'clock there's a soccer game on we're gonna watch the soccer game and then like I make any kind of like face or (sighs) disagree in any way shape or form even if I'm like okay then my daughter looks at me she like interprets that and then she goes daddy like something like 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 don't make mommy upset like that or like you or like or like she doesn't want to watch soccer let her watch whatever she wants and then i have to then be like you know i really appreciate you sticking up for me but you know i make daddy watch all sorts of stuff he doesn't <laughs> want to watch like the bachelor so it's time for him to watch soccer and even though i don't want to watch it that's okay we're going to support him so like even though it's something so stupid like that and yeah. i'm not like outwardly arguing with him she picks up on the littlest things where like anything makes me or like if if he is like being silly or like makes fun of my hair in the morning but like something silly like whatever it is she picks up on it and she like tries to come to my defense and gets like so like upset at him for making me upset and I'm like I have to remind her like no it's okay like you know it's okay for us to disagree about things or it's okay for me to be upset about something but I appreciate you trying to defend me and it's cute she tries to be like my little Night in shining armor to protect me from any negative emotions it's very cute but it's an opportunity for me to remind her like it's okay to be upset about things or it's okay for us to disagree about things or it's okay think right. different things um and so that's right. yeah that's something that we're working on yeah,
1: yeah. Well, well i think that's it for today unless you I have anything know. else to add
0: i'm good i think that's, yeah. it. that's a good discussion
1: okay um I haven't done this in so long. I forgot what I'm supposed to be saying, but if you do have any questions or any ideas for future topics or questions about this episode, um, feel free to email us at is yet podcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at is yet podcast or on Instagram at is yet podcast with underscores between each word uh, or visit our Patreon. Check us out there. Um, For today, this is Dr. Serene and I'm here remotely with Dr. Jen and we're asking, is it bedtime yet?